You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Hey, this is Dick from Lone Star Community Radio. We have a big announcement for Lone Star Community Radio and our listeners. We have partnered with another TV station. That's right. You'll be seeing Lone Star Community Radio content on KVQT Channel 12 in the Houston area. Now is a great time to start a show or sponsor a show with Lone Star Community Radio. For more information on everything that is happening, visit us online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936 647 3776 and leave a message. And we want to also wish everyone a safe and happy Thanksgiving. Good morning. Mornings with Lone Star at, uh, at our studios where we're recovering from last night's festivities. Uh, mornings with Lone Star, Dick and Skippy. I'm Skippy. Dick's the other one. We had uh, Lone Star Radio Troop do a couple of live shows last yeah, month. Yeah, how was that? It was it was a lot of fun. Um, the first show was called A Bad Date, uh, written and directed by Grace McDaniel, a community uh, newcomer to the radio playwriting and directing milieu. She did a really good job. A great cast, including Mrs. Skippy. And uh, again, it was live, and then they left, and we moved in, and we did our live show, The Breastage Club at about 7.30, and fun was had by all. It was good. We had uh, people outside the studio watching through the window. I uh, put out a Facebook thing saying, hey, come to Conroe Coffee and watch through the window. And, and so there's a uh, little bit of a live audience, too. It, it added a lot to it. It was a lot of fun. Uh, so uh, every Sunday for the rest of the month, these two shows will be rebroadcast at uh, 7 o'clock on Sundays. That's mm-hmm. p.m., everybody. And then it'll after that, after November, it'll be on a podcast, right? Yeah. Cool. Well, what's one thing that's funny, too, is the time changed yesterday at 2 a.m. <laughs> and I did not know that. And uh, for a good two hours, I thought I was late to everything. <laughs> and then I realized my phone was telling me a different time. And thank goodness for telephones that are smart because the the alarm is updated, too. Yeah. So I unfortunately depend on my phone alarm to do different alarms for me. And when it woke me up this morning, I was like... This doesn't feel right. I don't feel like I'm doing the right thing. And then I get in the car, I'm like, whoa, I'm late. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I had the same problem. Uh, Going to have Sunday brunch at 1 o'clock with my folks. And it's 1 o'clock. And so the night before, I'm up very late. I'm on the computer. I'm working on sound effects for the radio show and some day job business stuff. And I looked at my, at my phone, and it was like 1.57 in the morning. And I thought, oh, this will be interesting. So I'm watching my phone, 158, 159. And then it's magically 1 o'clock. You know, 159 goes back to 1. So I realized the phone's automatically There should updated. be a rewind sound in our <laughs> lives. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you know what? Today's a big day. Anthony Weiner is going to prison. That's a big, big <laughs> change. Nice knowing you, Anthony. Yeah, you're going to have whole kinds of new friends there. Do you think uh, his wife and Hillary have, like, uh, alcohol anonymous kind of thing, but for their husbands, like Alanon, like being the being, spouse being of someone. Stupid. <laughs> we all married stupid people. Yeah, I see stupid people. Uh, um, I almost feel sorry for him with what's around the corner. For Why him. would you feel sorry for him? No, I said almost. I said almost because he is 
gonna come out a changed man. Well, what's really interesting to me, and like I don't know if I do this myself. So like after hearing about his case and like his repeat behavior with this stuff, is there is at one point when you start saying this is an illness, and then at another point he's just a dirtbag. Because I mean, come on, he did not just try to cheat on his wife with other people. He was talking to a girl in high school. Like that's really that's really strange. Yeah, and Dick, that's a good question. Good, excellent point. My personal jury's out. Now, I got to admit, in my youth, I would view, like, 12-step programs with a kind of contempt. It would be kind of, oh, yeah, you know, just, just stop drinking. Well, no, it's kind of like we were talking about the Weinstein. Like, how do you set up a program for a man like that? Because it's, I really would not mind seeing the program. Like, this is what we do to help rehabilitate you. And this is, we have right. two-hour sauna sessions. Because I don't think any one thing works. Because, um, like, you know, for, for AAA as a kid, I was going there, but I was also a heavy smoker. And when I quit... In fact, yesterday, because my mom, my mother is still a smoker, and she lit up, and I'm I know I'm in a constant state of buying a pack of cigarettes. You know, I, I almost every day I struggle to not do that. So I, I get it now. You know, what, so yeah, I was addicted to cigarettes, but it's like it's not an illness. I love cigarettes, and the chemicals that in it were designed to make me love them even more. <clears throat> so I, I get the rehab or program or how you know well i mean especially for his case because he's been in trouble multiple times yeah this is and as like imagine your spouse it's your spouse this person who you've pledged your soul to or whatever you want to call it and that's what you're faced with i mean i just i mean in some societies they would just put them on a on a iceberg and just send them off well and it, it is a not only is it a fine line between you know are you sick or or are you just a poopy head but also Poopy heads will use I'm sick as an excuse. I don't think personally, and I say this with all my psychology degrees on the wall behind me, I don't think Harvey Weinstein has a mental illness. I think he's just a power-hungry uh, oh, yeah. I mean, that, megalomaniac. That, that's not a really good example. But I, I just, when I read those things about, like, you know, the Kevin Spacey's and all those folks being, oh, I'm going for treatment. I'm, like, trying to imagine. I'm so, I'm trying to figure out what Kevin Spacey's going to treatment for. for well, being I know. I gay, think, for what being do you think? Or? Do you think that's something that people can just use as an excuse today? Like in the court yeah. of law, I wouldn't mind asking a lawyer that. Well, it's like, well, my client uh, voluntarily went to rehab for whatever, and like, does that actually look better on the case or in the public's yes, eye? Yes, he's, he's showing or, contrition. I mean, but do, you, do you think that's really going to work for these folks, though? These Hollywood people? Well, it it is a token, but then again, if you don't do it, then it's like, well, you're not even pretending to try. But the whole thing with Spacey, it's what is the what's the program? What is he rehabbing? What is he rehabilitating over or from? I don't get it. Well, it sounds like if anything that's reasonable with from his statements, he should go for uh, alcohol because it sounds like every time he does any of this stuff, it's because he's drunk. Have you seen that? Like that's basically what I mean. Well, and his excuse—he was like, "Oh, if I offended, if I hurt anybody during my drunken, stupid, drunken behavior." And and I get that. And if that's indeed what it was, then he needs alcohol treatment. But he's just gone into generic rehab. Harvey Weinstein went into a rehab that I guarantee did not a lick of good for him. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I would. I mean, we're gonna figure this out. We want to. If anyone has like a copy of what the program is that the uh, institute that he went to or whatever facility he went yeah. to. Please let us know. MW Lone Star on Facebook. Also, 936-647-3776. Uh, we're going to take a quick break here at IRLoneStar.com. Morning's Lone Star. Dick and Skippy. It's us. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk what? What do you want to talk We can talk about Dynamo. Dynamo won last so night, let's, folks. Let's mix the, the good news and then the headlines. So, we got Dynamo. We got a uh, another shooting. Did you know 
the baseball people go to Disney World for a parade? That's why they had that. That's why our parade was Friday, because it's Saturday they were at Disney World. What? Why? You know the whole thing, I'm going to Disney World? Yeah, but that's not like the official thing, is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It truly so is. So anyone, like a sports team that Disney World likes, they're like, hey, we invite well, you. got to win a world championship. Well, I mean, like, what sport does that qualify? All of them. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, you're listening to Mornings Alone Star. We are sponsored by Conroe Coffee in downtown Conroe. And, of course, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. 9.38 right now, folks. We're going to take a quick commercial break. And at the top of the hour, we're going to do some music breaks. So stick around here on IRLoneStar.com. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002. Offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. with Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. Dick's got top billing. I'm okay with that. I'm oddly comfortable with that. I'm Skippy. He's Dick. It's Monday morning. It's 9.40 already. Time flies when you're having fun. We're with you till 11 o'clock today. It's Talk Block till 11 o'clock and we'll have some music at the top and bottom of the hour and some rock and music. If you have song requests, let us know about it because we're expanding our music library. Yeah. Things to talk about today. So we already... You know, talking about, uh, you know, rehab. I'm sure, you know, it's got a place in the world. There are those who actually need it, but it seems to be like a go-to. You screw up in the real world, especially do something that's really heinous, and it's in the public limelight. You go to rehab. And Kevin Spacey's gone to rehab. We still don't know for what. Um, You know, no idea. Harvey Weinstein went to rehab. Uh, This is a man who could buy, like, every rehab facility 20 times over. So they they have no power. When you're in a, a... a position of power and you abuse that power and that's what you go to rehab for it, intrinsically it can't work because you are more powerful than what that facility can offer if harvey weinstein wants to you know be rehabbed he needs to be stripped of his money he needs to be fined so it hurts well i imagine he's gonna get arrested one of these days well yeah yeah there, there are rape things going on that's that's criminal but there's also civil you know let's Look at how well civil works with the OJ case. Uh, yeah. You know, first thing he did is he declared bankruptcy. He said, oh, I don't make any money. And then he got busted later. I, I love how, because, uh, you know, when he wrote the book, If I Did It. And did you hear about this? OJ wrote a book. I'm sure it was ghostwritten, but his name was on it called If I Did It. 
And basically it was the whole thing, well, if I had killed her, I wouldn't have done this, I would have done that. You know, it's the most tasteless thing ever. But as part of the civil judgment against him that any penny he made went to the the, the Goldman family, you know, the, the families of the uh, 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 Simpson, the Goldman families, they had final creative control over the book. So for the cover, it was, the whole cover was, I did it. And then the if was little bitty letters in like in, inside the first letter. So OJ Simpson wrote a book technically called I did it. And they got all the money for it. But that's what I'm saying. You know, the only, you're going to rehab someone who's got a power trip. And I don't think personally, personally, I don't think Harvey Weinstein has a mental illness. I think he's just a, a, a jack poopy who uh, uh, enjoys abusing his power. And so the only way he's going to be cured of that, in my humble opinion, is to take it all from him in a, in a legal way. I'll use legal recourses to make him subservient to someone else where he answers to other, he hasn't answered to anybody. So to have him answer to someone else for him to understand only then I think could, uh, could there be rehabilitation? I'm, I'm not a doctor, man. I don't know. Oh yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm a, I'm a great armchair quarterback on that. You know, that's why I always try to say, uh, I do not have these degrees on the wall behind me. This is one man's personal opinion, but Hey, that's what we're here for today. Uh, Hey, dynamo. Talk about the dynamo. Yeah. They beat the, uh, the champs from last year, mm -hmm. so that was a good thing. They beat them in Portland, and I bet those people are crying. And, uh, yeah, it was a great game. Now they're going to be playing the Seattle Sounders, I believe, in a week from today, maybe? A week from tomorrow? I think it's the 14th. They're playing in Houston, and so uh, that's going to be exciting. So, you know, we're still in playoff Houston mode. Cool. Uh, and then what, next step, next stop, the uh, World Cup, right? No, not Damn. the World Cup. Darn it. No, they have two more rounds after uh, – they after like so they have this series and then they play another team and then after they beat that other team then they go to the final. Do they take it all the way? Oh yeah, there's a people are talking about. Well, usually Houston uh, Dynamo are like sleepers okay. in in the race and they just kind of keep winning. No one really knows how they keep winning. They don't have a star player. It's just like oh they they scored oh they scored again okay well <laughs> the, you know but uh, surprise 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 yeah exactly cool. and yeah it's gonna be cool well. I guess that's good because, you know, without Jake, no Jake today, huh? No, he'll be here tomorrow. He will. Okay, we miss Jake, so come see us sometime. Uh, but uh, apparently the Texans are pretty hosed because they put all their faith in pretty much one guy. So they're, they're, they're that usually, That's usually what they do. And so the quarterback gets hurt, and they're like, oh, there's no way we're going we're, we're gonna to win now. But the Dynamo, if it's not like – one David Beckham and then a bunch of nobody else's. And, you know, everyone's going to target Beckham. And then you have a bunch of nobodies. But if they spread it out, if these guys are scoring and winning, but there's no, like, one superstar, yeah. they have a better chance of going all the way. Uh, Texans, I, I read something in the news this morning that there's some group here that is begging the Texans to hire Colin Kaepernick. And I just think if the Texans well, did that... I was I, sitting there with my brother... And they had a huge discussion with all his football buddies about this, Sean. And basically, they said they're probably they sign him. They have to sign. They have to like sign a gag order about like he can't do social media or talk about it after the game, anything. And then he has to stand for the national anthem. And I was like, well, hypothetically, say that he they do sign him and he does do that. What do you think is going to happen with people kneeling? Because he was the one that started it, but now he's standing. What does that mean for 
the people who are trying to stand up for something or kneel for something. And uh, it, it won't end happy for him because he'll have sold out to the man, and it, 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 it'll be it'll be ugly all around. Just uh, Texans, do yourselves a favor. Do not poke this bear. Do not grab this uh, this uranium with salad tongs. Just let it pass on to someone else. Do not hire Colin Kaepernick. It's not going to be worth the grief. Because I'm telling you, there's a lot of Texans fans who are barely hanging on to their fandom because the Texans took a knee. Because remember the week before, everyone's like, yeah, not a single Texan took a knee. Yeah, we love you, Texas. And then they got slapped in the face the next weekend. Uh, I, I believe Kaepernick is, is hired by the Texans. They're going to lose a lot, a lot of you. Oh, yeah, they wouldn't do it. I don't think. It's, no, especially here in Texas, that would just that would cause a riot. People love their football. so. Well, people love it when the team wins, when the team has good stories. Here's the thing about the Astros, you know, we had marriage proposals. We had good guys playing. We had this one guy who, well, just a few years previously. He's a racist. A, yeah, we had one of those. Yeah, well, here's this this guy that may, had a stupid, stupid moment. He owned up to it, and he played it right. He he, he did it right. Um, then you had this other guy who's a janitor a few years ago. Yeah, I saw that. And so people like the good news stories. You, you know I didn't know, though, what? is the Los Angeles Dodgers, Los Angeles Dodgers, was uh, they're the highest payroll mm. team, so they're the I mean, they're more than the Yankees. <laughs> I don't believe that. Oh, yeah, think about think about all the uh, the the Hollywood money bags. There's same thing with the Lakers, uh, basketball team, yeah, but like in baseball, they do, you don't have a cap, so you can spend ridiculous amounts of money. Mm -hmm. Well, it's because I think Los Angeles is just trying desperately to remain relevant in the sports field because their fans don't reflect it. From what I'm gathering, and again, I'm no sports expert. I miss you, Jake. Come, come, tell me I'm right or wrong. Well, it's something like some guy did a little number game where it was like they took Altuve and then they compared him to the redheaded guy because I guess they're comparable in their positions. And they talked about how many point, how much money they spent per run or per, per RBI or per that kind of stuff, and it was pretty insane the difference between that. So, um, yeah, they're they're paying a lot of money. I just looked this up. A lot of money. A little bit closer to home. Um, what wasn't a <laughs> you don't actually this is funny. Uh the International Quilt Festival was going on. Yeah. And I had no idea until relatively recently how hardcore quilters are. These people oh, yeah. are insane. My my mother-in-law is a quilter and I remember, you know, a little while ago she was going on about uh what would she name it? Lenny, her new long arm machine. And she's, oh, I got this beautiful machine and this and that. And it's taking up the whole room. It's, and I only, and I got it on massive sale for only $10,000. A sewing machine for $10,000. And apparently I mean, these things go up to like 30, 40, 50,000. No problem. That's pretty funny. A sewing machine that costs pretty much what I, <laughs> what I, what's left on what I owe on my house is just, it staggers me. But I've seen it, and uh, in Old Town Spring, well, there's it makes you think. Go, go for uh, shopping on the garage sales, right? Mm -hmm. Trying to find that fifty thousand dollars sewing machine. You know, I could have like stumbled across those and not known it. I had no idea. Uh, but there's a uh, there's there's a quilting place in Old Town Spring, and I've talked to the owner of that place, and she's like, "Oh yeah, uh, the people." We need to get her in here. Maybe she'll sew us our face to something. Oh, that would be cool. To the curtains. So when we close the curtains, it's our, our face. Our, see our face? I am such a fan of that. 
There we go. Okay, Cupcake Quilts, we're coming after you. You're listening to Orange Lone Star, hanging out with Dick and Skippy, 936-647-3776. We're going to take a music break, folks. We'll be back in an extended after an extended break. If you have a song request, let us know, 936-647-3776. And also MW Lone Star on Facebook, or just email me, D-I-C-K, at IRLoneStar.com. We're having a good time this morning. A lot of stuff's happening in the world. It is Monday. Uh, the Woodlands is opening up their ice rink coming November 18th, so that's kind of exciting. I wouldn't mind knowing why they're not doing that full-time. I'd be interested to hear that. Uh, if you didn't know, they used to usually have a holiday ice rink that's open for a short amount of time. They actually built a building to host it now. So, And I thought they were going to – they built the building so they could have a year-round. But, but it, it, not. yeah, they're – I don't know. Hmm. Something shady's going on up there. Hmm. Gordy, Gordy, what are you doing up there, man? Yeah. What are you doing, Gordy? But yeah, we'll be back here on Lone Star Community Radio, IRLoneStar.com, sponsored by Conroe Coffee. And of course, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, folks. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Mornings with Lone Star, Skippy and Dick. So, uh, <clears throat> apropos of nothing, uh, here's for fears. To me, they were a band that always, every other song rocked, and then every other song sucked. Something about them. Like Depeche Mode. Half their songs were awesome, the other half were just terrible. You gotta fill in the album somehow, now that the EPs aren't as pop- or weren't as popular back then. Right, the 45s and the 78s. You know, we talk in a foreign language when we, when we say things like that. So listening to the, uh, the ad there, Rick, the reluctant cowboy, Rick Sellers, finished off his run as... Uh, Frankenstein Sr. in Young Frankenstein over at the Crichton. Great show. Both shows closed this weekend up here in Conroe, though. Young Frankenstein at the Crichton and Dial-In for Murder at the Owen. And uh, new shows are already getting lined up. Uh, but uh, congratulations to Rick for being able to sing and dance on cue. Yeah, congratulations. And now maybe you'll get some sleep. <clears throat> right. Rick was also, uh, he went straight from Young Frankenstein's mat- closing matinee yesterday to my radio play last night. So poor guy was on a, uh, he was on fumes by the time we were done. So uh, kudos to him for that. That was a lot of fun. Good shows all around. Hey, if you're more of a Woodlands listener, got some voting stuff happening tomorrow. Uh, early voting's closed. 
So November 7th is the... Uh, oh, you said voting. I thought you said boating. Well, there's boating going on, too, there. You know, we have little lakes and stuff. We don't have a Lake Conroe, and but we have Lake Woodlands. It's kind of cute. You know, we have paddle boats and little kayaks. Yeah. <laughs> but, hey, listen, the voting in the Woodlands, not only is it for some, like, township positions and I think a couple of school boards, uh, school board positions, but also uh, there's some constitutional amendments going on. And people, um, there's only one more thing important than being a voter, and that's being an informed voter. So know what you're voting for. Well, my main issue with all these things that come through Montgomery County is a lot of the issues aren't, it's not so apparent or in your face. Like, you know what's right, what's wrong. It's kind of like going to when, like, you go to a panel with all five Republicans running for the same spot. They're all going to say the same Republican mm-hmm. thing. Right. So I guess that's the challenge for folks who are running for a judge. It's kind of like how do you inform people why you're better but besides being more involved in the community long term? I mean, that's really how people really get elected and reelected because their names are in the paper. It's usually positive. Like, oh, they raise funds for these dying dogs or, you know, that kind of thing. So I guess if you're trying to – uh trying to run for something maybe 10 years prep 10 years or just doing good stuff and then when you finally decide to run there right you go. because voters you know uh, a politician's greatest foe could be an informed voter because if you just suddenly you know you file to, to run for an office and then you start holding charity fundraisers or something then you'll get called out on it yeah hey where were you last year at this time before you were running for office and uh that's why when I go voting, usually I take my daughter with me. I let her actually do the, the button pushing. But also, I'm the guy that I pull up at the parking lot for the early voting, and I let the candidates come to me. I'll spend an hour talking with the candidates and scope them out. I'll ask them questions. Those that uh, defer to my daughter, you know, making sure she's okay or have a bottle of water, you know, it, it shows their character. But I'll ask them, what's your stance on this? How do you feel about that? What do you feel about your opponent? And... I love being informed. So when I go in, I've got a clear conscience, especially with the wording on some constitutional amendments uh, or uh, amendments in general or or, or new ordinances or or laws or bills that how they're worded, a lot of people, you know, including everybody is not, you don't have to be dumb. It's, you could just, you could be a highly informed person, but it's worded in a way that you may not know exactly what you're voting for or against. So you either leave it blank or you hope you're voting the right way. Yeah. Or you just go, yes, 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 yes. But also, how does that impact you? Because I feel like a lot of these uh, elective uh, positions don't have that day-to-day connection to the average person who feels like they need to go vote. Now, presidential stuff, yeah, because you can have – that's a topic of conversation. You can get informed and educated and kind of be part of society. But if I'm talking about judge seat 102 you know, with, I don't know, these three pe- old people running for like, why do I need to – vote for that because i have no idea and there's no proper way to do it unless uh you listen to somebody else right or you let you hear the the, the candidate uh, uh there's a like you know there's a, a judge position opening up uh 284th and it's civil it's a civil court and there are two or three different people uh running for it the the current judge she's she's uh, retiring she's stepping down and uh you know if, if you're an incumbent judge you can't endorse Anyone else, if you're an incumbent in a county position, you can't say, oh, I'd like so-and-so to replace me. Yeah. Uh, but it's important. The, the 284th is a very important race because it's purely civil. 
And so you have to know, you know, one of the candidates is actually doing uh, kind of every week does a video on this is what a civil court is. This is what a civil court judge does. Now, she's not saying, oh, vote for me. I'm, you know, she's not campaigning. It's educational. And she's been doing this for the last several months to let people know you need to know who you're voting for or what you're voting for. And I think that that, that helps What we out. need to do is we need to do a production of Unsolved Mysteries with the music and everything, but it'd be like the Unsolved nominees and, and, then, candidates. and unsolved candidates and we'll we'll figure it out we'll do a full out like robert, is robert black Sta is robert, robert Stack Stack. Still alive? i don't know but we could get you and i will we'll change what we could do is you both you and i could play the same character but who just depends on who's available for shooting that day but we'll still wear the same clothes we'll still call ourselves like john <laughs> this is john with unsolved candidates montgomery county and then like <laughs> doo -doo 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 -doo. i am so on board with that and imagine the reenactors we find to play these candidates and how they would feel about it. <laughs> well, who? Well, we need to eventually find people to replace us. You know, when we get so big for our britches that they need to. Well, that'd be the kind of the running joke is someone always replaces John, and it could be a girl or guy or whatever. But everyone's like, "This John looks a little off." Just, uh, just the, the the one bad blonde wig. Yeah, you know that that's it. Everything else doesn't matter. You could be John one month, I'll be John the next month. Yeah, it, it would work. <laughs> but I don't know. I think that's the best way, especially for people. So used to the internet, so used to apps and stuff like that. Like that's how you have to deliver that information to them, and it's impossible to really distinguish who's better. Because I remember well, about four years ago, uh, we were broadcasting a panel that the Chamber of Commerce, Connor Chamber of Commerce, puts on, and it was for I want to say it was Texas Rep, uh, well, Will Metcalf's current position, mm -hmm. and they they kept asking the same like, "What do you think of abortion?" And you have five Republicans up, up there running for the same spot, and you're like, how is this going to distinguish anybody besides who has the most charm? And, like, it was – and, like, one dude, I'll never forget – I forget uh, I forget his name, of course, but I forget, never forget him basically talking about the brimstone fire because I think he was a reverend or something, and he's mm -hmm. talking about bringing it down. I'm like, well, this guy just lost a bunch of votes because this guy's But he's insane. gained others, and that's the thing. You, you know, you can't make everybody happy all the time. Uh, but but yeah, and that's why I love looking at the uh, the mailers that politicians put out because when they say, you know, uh, vote for Bob, honest, you know, Bob is honest. Well, of course Bob is honest. If Bob is dishonest, the last thing he's going to do is put that on a on a mailer. You, you don't have a politician saying. Uh, so you want to find adjectives for yourself that aren't honest. Uh, what's you know another word? Uh, conservative. You know, of course you're conservative. You're a Republican in Montgomery County. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm saying, like, how do you how do you inform the voter without making them feel stupid? Good question. That's why I like those weekly videos that this one candidate's doing because she's not talking down. Oh, whatever. We know what you're doing here. Uh, what I think that's what that's one thing that a lot of people don't realize. Like, even our own president right now does a weekly video on YouTube, mm -hmm. and it might just be general discussion. But I'm surprised no one really does it in a sense of a communication aspect. And they sh they, they truly should. Um, because you want, I, I think voters are becoming more informed. They're they're asking questions. They want to well, know. Well, in certain in certain areas of the political realm, the people are controlling the way it goes. Mm -hmm. Like just depending on certain like whatever topic it is, and you know, especially when it's local. I mean, a lot of people. I remember the mud thing. I wonder what's going to come up with that in the Woodlands area because of the flooding and like what's really happening. And then the San Jacinto River Authority. I mean. That went to the state level, and so that's something's going on with that. Yeah. So and Montgomery County seems to be, have you noticed, like a kind of a hotbed for when politics happens, when, you know, a couple of years ago was the road bond election. 
So that was two years worth of just a lot of I mean, battle well, lines were drawn. I mean, when you have so much potential in an area, there's always potential for corruption, potential for mishandling. And also, that's the scariest thing I would say, not the corruption part, but, you know, electing somebody who clearly isn't fit for the job. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's, that's the kind of scary thing. I mean, we everyone kind of faced that with the presidential election. No one really knew. And unfortunately, the people who were running, like, no one really had that much faith in them, and both of them. So, Every candidate seen at that level, like the presidential, you had, what do we have at one point, 17 Republican candidates, all pretty much saying the same thing. That's what I'm saying. When, we were doing, when I was all doing that forum, I was like, how do we really, the only way you can really distinguish is the charm. And is they're like, getting how is this sound bites yeah. or the, the zingers um, or someone deciding to go that one step farther, either being more fire and brimstone or the other way saying, listen, you know, I'm, I'm a Republican, but I've got this liberal slant here. You know, something that might separate them, may lose them some votes, but at least it gets their name out there because I can't name you all 17. And I like to think of myself as pretty, you know, informed when it comes to voting and stuff. But there were so many, Repu and that's just the Republicans. Now, of course, we have the Holker fluffle with the DNC and Hillary and, and Bernie and, yeah. and, and the others. And that's a, that's a whole different topic there. Well, locally, I mean, one thing we can probably try to do here on the morning show, and you know, audience, you can let us know what you want us, who to talk to. Just contact the station, 936-647-3776. Call in message line or let us know. We can try to get these candidates in here. and That's the candidate. Put them to the fire, the feet to the fire, and be like, all right. Mm -hmm. all, every I know candidate, that, that would make them want to come in. I know for sure. No, actually, I think a lot of them would because I think a lot of them have things to say that they don't want to be the soundbite. Now, of course, we give them all, give every candidate the, uh, the, the fair share. So but, uh, bring it on. I want yeah, to talk to him. bring it. Because, well, what, are, what issues are important in this county? So let's, well, that's what I would like to learn. Budget. Infrastructure. There we go. So are any of them CPAs? Let's ask. Let's find so, out. All right. Well, uh, you are listening to Morning's Lone Star. We are proudly sponsored by Conroe Coffee mm -hmm. and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Stick around. We're going to do a short sponsored break. And then we come back. We're going to talk a little bit more. Then, of course, we have our music break at the bottom of the hour. Reach out to us, 936-647-3776. Join the conversation on Facebook, MW Lone Star, or just email me at D-I-C-K at Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe, at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936 266 7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at ConroeCoffee.com. 
17. We're just toddling right along here on a Monday morning. Hey, Dick. <laughs> oh, if only you could see what's going on in the studio right now. Dick is getting jiggy with it. But, uh, Dick, you got some warm fuzzies. I got to tell you about my Saturn. Uh, I'll be brief. All right. It was cool. Uh, so, uh, the afternoon, I was at the concert in the country benefiting Boots for Troops. Okay. And this is a nonprofit organization. Yeah, that, he, uh, he was on the air with us. That, that's right. Yeah. Uh, benefited Greentone Housing, Mark Cook, who builds uh, uh, homes for homeless veterans, and Boots for Troops, and they provide personalized care packages of boots and stuff for troops overseas. And the concert was just amazing. I was surrounded by veterans and patriots oh, and, and oh. singers. It was just, it was awesome. And then I had to like leave that, go shower and get all spiffied up for the Hope for Heroes Gala that evening, which was a benefiting first responders, police, firefighters, paramedics. You know, these are the people who, who, you know, run in directions that I run away from. And in the same place that was at the Woodlands Waterway Marriott, at the same time was also the Marine Corps Ball because it's the Marine Corps' uh, birthday. And so I'm surrounded all Saturday. I'm surrounded by just the awesomeness of awesome people. You know, veterans, first responders, Marines. Uh, it was a cool day. Just I, I, I've got a huge honking ego, and I felt pretty insignificant that day, surrounded by so many awesome, awesome people. So it was a good Saturday for Skippy. I liked it. Well, it's good, especially you're helping all those folks. And this is, I guess this now, the season is for events for nonprofits, right? November and, and yeah, December? The, yeah, uh, springtime and autumn are the two big times because, you know, corporations, they, they have to work in their budget. And sometimes uh, they, they take it to close to the end of the year. Plus, people get the wallets open up more during the holiday spirit time. And what's awesome, it's a lot of Houstonian-type area people got hit hard with Harvey. A lot of money that's usually there is not there, but still a lot of people gave, a lot of people came, a lot of people donated. Uh, it was, these places were packed. The concert, the Marine Corps Ball, and the Hope for Heroes Gala were packed with people. And these are people who are opening up their wallets. And, you know, I, I, I uh, outbid County Judge Craig uh, Doyle on a silent auction item. I wanted it more than he did. So I outbid him. Did Sorry. you rub it in his face? I did. I told him, like, hey, man, I outbid you. Sorry, you can't win them all. And uh, so I got me some uh, got me some restaurant uh, gift certificates. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Well, uh, folks, if you are a listener and you're listening and you want to provide or promote your nonprofit, come on to the show. Yeah. 936-647-3776. So. A lot of good ones out there, too. Uh, you just the whole, the whole area. Um, you know, just the last segment we were talking about how – Sometimes in Montgomery County, the uh, the pol political arena can get pretty gnarly. I've, I've seen some stuff go on that's just like, wow, you guys are, you really want this position or you really don't want that person to get this position. Uh, but there's a lot of heart in this. Yeah. Thing. A lot, a lot of heart. So switching topics, tell me about this gunman thing in Texas. The gunman, okay. Tell me about what's going on with that. I just saw, I got a, like, a news ticker and basically some dude went to a church and shot it up. Yeah. Unfortunately, a lot of people died. So, yeah, unfortunately, uh, 26 or Man. 27 right now, including pastor's daughter. And the, and the age range are like from five years old. These people were sitting ducks. So the church was set up to where there's no easy exit. And this guy started shooting outside and then came inside and just started doing his thing. Now, what did we find out? I mean, is this, was this going to be one of those Las Vegas things where I, we don't know anything? So this one, there appears to be more clues leading up to it. Uh, his... This guy was dishonorably discharged, apparently. Uh, uh, his 
former in-laws went to this church. So I think it'd be easier to find motive. I just, Dick, I, I, I find it funny that when something bad happens, there's like a quiet of just a few hours while people trying to determine if the guy was white, Middle Eastern, said, you know, doing this for God or Alu Akbar, and then you, you take your stance. And it's uh, today, now it's back to the gun debate. AR-15s, they're evil, they're evil. Being screamed at by people who were deadly silent when a, a rental truck last week was used to kill people. A guy who was unrepentant and said, you know, he, he chose Halloween because he wanted well, to hit more kids. Well, I mean, it's one of those deals I imagine the I can't I can't imagine being in the mainstream media kind of thing and like having this expectation of telling something. And you can imagine their bosses just saying, hey, what are you writing today? We need to get something out. We need to start these keywords. We need the clickbait. We need these viewers reading stuff. So what can you give us? And I always love the articles that have like a huge headline and you click it, it's like three sentences. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, thanks for the update. That's like a tweet basically. Uh, and that's unfortunate for these kind of situations where the police have a protocol where they don't release information until they know what's going on for good reason. Mm -hmm. And But during that time, these news people got to fill it in with something. And that's why you start doing the gun thing or you start doing, you know, uh, praying anything political because anyone can talk about that. I feel like anyone can just make it up or just mm -hmm. kind of make accusations, do what they need to do until finally we can do a report. And again, you're right, Dick. Again, it's the knee-jerk reaction that I personally I get sick of. And if I find myself guilty of it, I'll probably slap myself upside the head. We don't know a lot about this guy. We don't know about his motives. We don't know how he got the guns, why he got the guns. Why. And so to put out, welcome to Trump's America, this is gun control, you know, Let's find out. Let the police do their bit. Let the media do what they're supposed to do and accept information from credible sources and put it out there for public consumption for the public to make their own informed decisions. Um, it'll be interesting to see how this turns out. I don't think we're going to let this turn into Las Vegas where there's more questions than answers. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, think we'll get, well, we'll one get thing I didn't, I wish this is when the military stuff comes in, like a dishonorably discharged. Is that like, is that actually something on your record? Yes. So is it like a felony or does that mean, like how does that work publicly? No, uh, usually in a, in a job application, it says, have you ever been in the, you know, are you a military veteran? You check yes or no. And then were you honorably discharged? Yes, no. If not, then explain. And because the dishonorable discharge can be, it's like, I, I hate in, in job applications, have you ever been fired from a job? And it's like, well, yeah. But it could have been for, you know, reduction in force. It could have been I overslept one day. The boss had a bad day. I mean, just to, to have a have you ever been fired. Uh, same thing with a dishonorable discharge. It could be for a, well, I'm not going to say a minor, minor offense. It's not like jaywalking. Uh, but you have to put it in context. You have yeah. to say why it was there. A Bo Bergdahl <laughs> was dishonorably discharged. He was reduced in rank, dishonorably yeah, A lot of people are upset about that. Well, here's the thing. A lot of people. Bergdahl, you know, this is not like allegedly or something. This is a matter of record. Left his post, deserted, which in the old days got you a firing squad to look for the bad guys. Well, to, no, we'll probably never know the full story, right? Well, no, this, well, he was like, I was, I wandered there and I, I was captured. He left his post, went out in the desert until he stumbled across the Taliban thing. And then they kept him for seven years. Men died looking for him. He gets traded by the previous administration 
we give up a lot of high-level terrorists for this guy, a sergeant who deserted his own post, came back, gets zero jail time. His punishment is to be reduced in rank, dishonorably discharged. But here's the thing. He collects all his back pay that eight years that he was with the enemy. He gets the back pay for that. That's like $300,000. And, you know, he's, uh, they're already going to do the Bo Bergdahl story, and he's going to get a few million out of that. It's, uh, I personally am affronted by it. And, you know, caveat, the opinions espoused by Skippy on the show are not necessarily the opinions of the station. But Skippy gets a little verbal sometimes. Way to go, Skippy. You like that? You like that little CYA? <laughs> but seriously, uh, Bo Bergdahl, uh, so... There are the Bo Bergdahls of the world, dishonorably discharged, that I would not hire him at Dairy Queen. Sorry, Dairy Queen, I love you, but you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. And there are those that, you know, may have been dishonorable discharged because they were young and stupid. Because it does stick with you forever. It's not like 10 years later, you get to say, ah, not so much. So it's always got to be in context. I, I mean, I think it's it's one of those, I, I wonder if they're going to write a, a coffee table book about this stuff. Well, I, I can totally see that being off-putting for people. You walk into the house, it's like, Mass shootings, the coffee table edition. Although <laughs> they have those books, you know. I'd be I'd be really surprised. But there's got to be something better in the news coming this week. I mean, we're we are leading into Thanksgiving, and I think I would I would love to have the topic with the next door over at Leo because she basically just skips over Thanksgiving and just goes straight to Christmas. Yeah, there, and there that's kind of like the argument. Like, what's the best Christmas movie? Die Hard, and then like or Lethal Weapon, and then the uh, when do you start? When is it okay to start celebrating Christmas? And uh, I don't. I I I prefer it on December first. Like let every month have its ho- holiday, folks. And uh, <laughs> but on twelve oh one a.m. on November first, uh, you know, a few hours after Halloween, trick or treating was over. Conroe Coffee was twenty four seven. Christmas music, yeah. And it's funny how battle lines are being drawn. I'm seeing memes on Facebook. There are those that me on November first, and you got the Christmas tunes, and then everyone else hates it. So, so you're yeah, a December guy, huh? Well, no, I've been more of like, that's when we should do the focus celebrations is give it its own time, not let's skip one completely. Because people legitimately skip Thanksgiving. And the only argument I have for that is like, well, we get off school for it. So why is that really fair in this in the United States? It's like for people to like, oh, you know what? Let's not do any of the decorations. Let's start playing the Christmas music. Let's start putting the trees up. Let's start putting the presents down. And people are certainly doing their shopping, but... Like in my art, when I grew up, it was Thanksgiving was Thanksgiving, and then thanks after Thanksgiving, yeah, the Black Friday that I. So I don't no, know not I, we didn't really do Black Friday. It was more Thanksgiving, like that's the family. Well, it's really Black Friday. It started late. I, when I was a kid, we didn't have it. It was you know the whole weekend was was you know dad had pipe and slippers and newspaper. And yeah, we watched football. Well, we'll talk about that more after the uh, break. We're gonna have an extended break here with music. Music. So uh, you're listening to Mornings of Lone Star, sponsored by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Clean. We are Montgomery County's morning radio show. Having fun, 936 647 What are your thoughts on Thanksgiving? We'll talk about that later, and we're uh, gearing up. Right now it is November 6th, and I'm excited about food, uh, all that kind of stuff. I'm excited about bachelor parties. You know, that's what I'm excited about because <laughs> I am engaged, and I'm sitting there going, how many bachelor parties is too many? Uh, but uh, I'll find out. <laughs> Let's find I out. Let's talk to my to fiance test. about it. Just kidding. Every day is a bachelor party. All right, guys. We'll be back here after this extended break. So stick around. Hope you enjoy the tunes. If you got a song request, let us know on Facebook, NW Lone Star, or you can just call in 936 647 3776 to leave us a message. We'll be back here in a bit.
Smooth Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. It's Mornings with Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. Hey, uh, Dick, do we have merch? Because I see that you are wearing a Lone Star Radio t-shirt. I want one. I, where, where, where do I get one? You have to be interviewed. Ask me how my day's going so far. It's on the back of the t-shirt. It says I was interviewed on Lone Star. That's ask, me how, ask me how my day's going so far. Uh, what's going on with this shooter? Over? Are you interviewing me? Because <laughs> I'll tell you. I want a t-shirt. That looks cool. We need to sell those. Um, so news is coming out about the, uh, the, the shooter, more information is coming and it's encouraged people. Let's not have knee jerk reactions. Let's not say, Oh, this is indicative of the current administration, much like, much like the last shootings and previous administration. It's, it's indicative of you have idiots out there who do bad things. Um, and that's just all there is to it. There will always be bad things happening no matter who is in charge or who's in the Senate, or who's in Congress, or which laws are there. It, it Bad people do bad things. Let's get some information on this. Let's wait to hear what they say. I do like the fact, though, um, what stopped this guy from shooting the people and turning around and leaving was another guy with a gun firing back, someone fighting back. Stop this from happening. Much like the Vegas shooter, as soon as uh, the security guard, if, if you know the timeline is correct, as soon as... Other people with guns show up to take you down. More innocent people are saved as a result. But uh, Plus it was in Texas. It's in Texas. I do have some kind of fun news. This cracked me up. Apparently KFC is selling chicken-scented bath bombs. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I thought it was like, I don't want to say fake news. I thought it was a joke, but no. They are <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh about this. It's uh, if I as if I thought my wife couldn't get any sexier, I'm gonna buy her a whole bunch of these KFC bath bombs and just you know it'll be my dream come true to be married to someone who smells like KFC. Honey, I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. I know you want the Indiana Jones movie uh, DVD uh, Blu-ray uh, pack. Uh, yeah, no, you're gonna get the KFC bath bombs instead. So I just thought that was really funny. Yeah, scrolling through here. Yeah, the Dynamo did be the, uh, who are they, the Timbers? 
Portland. Portland Timbers, two to one. Were they a good team? They won last year. So yeah, they're supposed to be. I mean, Dynamo are the last seed, and they're the first seed. So it was an upset for sure. Well, that's great. Uh, it's uh, Houston's doing good. A couple of our teams, obviously the Astros, now the Dynamo, uh, getting some serious cred going. Uh, Texans, yeah, not so much. I don't even know how the Rockets are doing right now. We, okay, I don't know if you saw the story. I'm gonna pull this out. Just fast foot on you. Whip so, this one out, Dick. Did you read that Papa John's had to come out and make a public statement about it's not a racist, they don't support racism? Well, that was because the guy said that the NFL was hurting their sales. So apparently after he said that, a bunch of uh, white supremacists made graphics and stuff about Papa John's being the official white supremacist pizza. So the, the PR company actually had to come out and say, you know what, we don't support this. That's. Yeah, Lord. Because here's the thing. You can have like a white supremacist group doing that, or you can have a very opposite of a white supremacist group, not like Papa John's, come up with the exact same graphics, put it out there, and they'll be treated as such. <clears throat> it's amazing how some outlets will just take and run with it. I did notice, um, you know, uh, the, the president is in uh, Japan right now doing his Asia tour, and there is a photo op, a video op of them, he and the Japanese prime minister uh, feeding fish. And the outlets are showing Trump like dumping the whole box of fish. And he's like, oh, he's such an idiot. He doesn't know you don't dump the whole box in the, you know, and CNN like ran with this. Now, what the whole video shows is that the Japanese prime minister did it first and then told him, you know, this is how you do it. But they conveniently cut that out because they want, if you have to make up, if you have to edit a story creatively, or you have to kind of flat out make up stuff, then you don't have a story, people. and. I'm calling out CNN. I'm calling out Fox. I'm calling out everybody. Well, this there, is... there was even a thing they got reported on where they do those live reports, you know, mm -hmm. it's like coming from April on New Manhattan, you know, and it has, there was a time where they, I think it was like last week, they basically were reporting right next to each other mm -hmm. because you could see the same carpet van unloading the carpet, but at different angles. Yeah. What they do is, is the pool, they all line up. They're literally like three feet from each other. That's why it's so tight on them. And that's, they, have, they have to have their microphones. Um, but they're acting like they're in different locations and all this kind of stuff. You're like, man, that's kind of obvious. Come on, that one guy, that carpet guy is ruining the shot for you. I remember, I think it was Katrina and Rita, or maybe, the, no, 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 it was the tax day floods of last year, that there was this one female reporter for one of the local stations, and she's like, I'm standing here in neck deep water, you know, making it look, you know, and you see behind them these people like canoeing past and like oh my god it's so deep here and then walking in the frame behind her is a guy who's only up to like his ankles <laughs> and uh it, yeah that was the beauty of live uh live live news broadcast people like i said if you have to creatively if you have to creatively edit or, or creatively set it up it's not news it's entertainment and uh just just remember what it was like to be a news person just think back to those days. Well, I just think too many people are involved. You don't have, and that's why a lot of folks in the journalism world are getting followed by individuals, not by like, you know, big names like New York Times, people who are following just the individual journalists because they're the ones that do the ground reporting or doing the actual, uh, I don't know what the, I don't know what kind of reporting you call it, but actually it takes them a little bit of time to produce something. Uh, I'll be more interested to see how the blogs are picking up. Mm -hmm. Because those type of reporters go on and kind of talk about what they've been doing that day and, and inadvertently it creates like news because they're researching this topic. 
They are. You're absolutely right. They're doing the job, that, and news outlets are picking up more blogs and more tweets. And yeah. you notice that they're letting other people do the dirty work. Uh, that's why you know the Drudge Report seems to be like the go-to because it's it's a blog. I mean, it's well, it's not even a blog. It's just it's uh, just a uh, it's basically a holding place. Yeah. it's a holding place, a parking place for stories that people submit. And that one guy chooses which story, and it's kind of it circulates itself. Mm. So, I mean, I think that's also a lot of people like reading the news that way because you don't really know where to go to find your news. Like you can go to the Courier here, and then you can also go to the monthly uh, publication of Community Impact, which mm-hmm. does a really great job of doing focused storytelling mm-hmm. or focused journalism because they they literally just dive and it's deep very into business it. and community driven. Yes, and it's easy to understand. It's easy to understand too. But it's only once a month, and being able to provide that kind of experience every day. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't imagine what it's like being the top news because it's they're yelling at each other because no, no, no one can get any good news until a week later, really, because a lot of stuff has, like we talked about with the police, they don't want to release information. But uh, investigating reporting, I, I enjoy those more because they know they don't have to do it today. They know they have a deadline, but they know it's like we don't have to write some sensational headline and get as many skewed facts as we can and maybe, maybe not – Oh, we got sources say, you know, my sources of my source that the source said, you know, they're they're guilty. And I'm like, oh, well, thanks. Did, did you ever see the movie uh, Good Night and Good Luck? Yes. Love, love, love that movie. Obviously, it's a uh, dramatization of real events, much like Tombstone <laughs> was, you know, and golly, we wish it really did happen that way. Um, but Good Night and Good Luck, a very uh, George Clooney movie. Um, Grant, I forget the Grant Henslow, the uh, uh, it uh, and uh, oh, I forget the actor David. The guy played uh, Morrow in that. David Strathairn, I think, is his name. Strathairn. People, if you haven't seen this movie, uh, I don't know if it's on Netflix or anything, or you know, go to Best Buy and it's probably in the nine ninety nine DVD bin. But it's uh, about the the story that Morrow broke during the McCarthy hearings of the 50s where there was this witch hunt on suspected communists. And this is where one party just gets too insane. And, you know, I I try to swing both ways when it comes to that. Either end can just go too far. And this movie really brought it together. Watch it. Good night and good luck. We're not saying goodnight right now. We're going to take a quick commercial break, sponsored break. Uh, yeah. We'll be back. We'll close out the show. Coming up next is uh, us, so stick around. We have Conroe Coffee and, of course, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning as our sponsor this morning. Mm-hmm. Hope you're enjoying the conversation. Don't forget, this show is podcasted, so if you're just now tuning with us, just check us out on iTunes, Google Play, and YouTube. Uh, we'll be back with more for, uh, for more mornings Lone Star, so stick around. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002 offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner 
along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 936 266 7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at ConroeCoffee.com. It's the bottom of the ninth. It's the fourth quarter. We are wrapping up our second final half. Second half of, third period. The third period. <laughs> we're, we're, we're bringing the plane down. It's uh, Monday morning here. Mornings with Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. Yeah, we got about three more minutes, folks. Three more minutes. Looking forward to tomorrow. We'll be back 9 a.m. How about that? Boom. Sounds good to me. Boom. Fortified with Conroe Coffee and uh, That's right. maybe some working tacos. Yeah, treat I'll, treat I'll, me right, I'll, Dick, and I'll go. I'll, uh, gonna get the tacos I'll participate in eating a lot, <laughs> a lot of tacos. <laughs> yeah, you'll participate. I kind of wish I wanted to die. Eating. I know, right? We know we did have Conroe Coffees. I did. And they improved, yeah. they improved their tacos, folks. Hold, hold, so, let me just cut in with this. And I'm not Dick being paid to say one. that. No, yeah, Dick, I did take the last one. He yeah, took the good. last one. I was behind him. Dick took last the last breakfast taco, Conroe Coffee breakfast. So I have not been able to try. So people, don't be a dick. Save me a breakfast taco. Save me a taco. We know one thing I'm getting disappointed with them, though. Hey, Leo, if you're listening, we're, we're, what's the stat on the uh, kolaches? Because their kolaches are really good. You can't eat them because they, they have the peppers in them. And uh, Okay, but I got to—let me cut in with this. Okay. At the gala, typically, you know, gala's like rubber chicken dinners, you know, but this dinner was like really good. But the menu said it was mashed potatoes with some kind of jalapeno thing in it. And I thought, oh, I'm going to hate this. It was the most awesome potatoes I've eaten in a very long time. It didn't, like, kill me. Well, that's nice. It's bell peppers that I'm allergic to, but that's, jalapenos I just don't that's like. That's nice. I was really excited about that. It's like it op- I, I may have to try more jalapeno-related things because I think it was the fear of burning my little dainty Jeez, tongue. you're crazy. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. So I encourage people to check it out. Let's see if they have any over today. If they, if they have one today, you know what I'm going to do, Dick? You're going to try one? I'm going to buy one, and I'm going to eat it in front of you. Bring it on, bruh. I will. Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> So uh, it was good to see you today, Sean. Yeah. I look forward to tomorrow. We're going to be a little bit more talkative tomorrow. I've been working really hard, uh, really recovering from the uh, Dynamo win. That was a great game. I really enjoyed watching it. Were you it. a hardcore celebrator? Well, I was definitely the only one that was watching the game out of my family, and I would yell. Out of Houston. Well, because like, it's funny watching the MLS, even though we have a couple minutes. Like MLS is such a sloppy soccer so anything can happen. Like It's like throwing the ball into a crapshoot. You're like, let's see what happens. And uh, unfortunately, like, three-fourths of the team player, the players on the team aren't as technically gifted as, like, European soccer players. So it really does bounce about around a lot. And then what I love is they have turf. They played on turf. So if you ever played on turf before, there's there's all bounce to the ball. Mm-hmm. There's not grass to catch it and to stop the roll. Like, it'll glide like a hockey puck. <laughs> and uh, so it's really funny watching people trying to pass. And then also they know they can hurt themselves on it because uh, it's known to give ACL tears and stuff because there's no forgiveness right. uh, with the, the ground. So it's uh, it's funny to watch games play on that kind of field because even if you're the greatest soccer player, there's no way to anticipate what's going to happen with this ball because how much of it bounces. Do you, so, know, do you know what we need, Dick? You know those inflatable sumo fat suits? Yeah. We need a soccer game with everyone wearing one of those. 
Well, think about it because you that's don't a good want bachelor party. Over, yeah. yeah, that's a good bachelor party. Oh, I got yeah. a lot of those. We're gonna bachelor bachelor party your life together. I love it. So, uh, folks, thanks for joining us this morning. We had a lot of fun. If you have ideas, comments about tomorrow, nine three six six four seven three seven seven six is the call in message line. MW Lone Star on Facebook. Today's episode sponsored by. Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning in the Montgomery County area. We'll be back tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock with more mornings with Lone Star. Coming up next here on IRLoneStar.com is going to be a replay, our best of the weekly business hour. But the rest of our shows will be live with Conroe Culture News with Margie Taylor and, of course, Nerd Thug Radio Yo till 3 p.m. We'll catch you later, folks. Thanks for checking out this podcast of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. If you enjoyed this recording, make sure to check out our past shows online at IRLoneStar.com or their respective video or podcast formats on YouTube, Google Play, or iTunes. If you have any questions regarding the show, either it being about sponsorships or questions for the host, contact the station manager at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936 647 3776. This show was recorded in downtown Conroe, Texas at the Lone Star Community Radio Studio. And Lone Star Community Radio reserves all rights to this recording and images.